You're listening to the 411 on Mousecapades Radio. It's my station. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Mousecapades listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Kaylee and my colleagues Brandy and Gina from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 700, and you are listening to the number one podcast that interchanges that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're just looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Just text Gina, Brandy, or my mom, Vicki, at 636-395-0544 or email us at yourstorytravel.com and we will be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so please contact us today. Hey, Kaylee, can you turn your mic down a little bit for the rest of it, just so you know? Before we get started with the rumors and the news, I wanted to celebrate that this is our 700th episode of the Mousecapades podcast, which is crazy. So it has been my pleasure to be a host and to share this show with Nick, Dave, Chrissy, Tim, Stephanie, along with my Your Story colleagues that have been on here with me the last couple of years. So um, this show will be celebrating its sixth anniversary or sixth year in uh, production in March. So tomorrow's March. We want to thank our listeners for listening to us and contacting us over the years and just being a part of our Ohana. And some of our longtime listeners, Lee, Andrew, Travis, Angela, Callie, Gina, Ashley, Ben, and Crystal. Thank you so much for being faithful listeners for so many years. And we just appreciate you. We appreciate all of you listeners. Um, However, we don't know all your names if you don't write into us. Um, so thanks for listening and for hanging out with us. We think of each of you as our Ohana, and we are grateful that we have you, and we look forward to the time that we might get to actually meet you in person. So God bless to everybody, and we look forward to celebrating our 800th episode, which will be obviously sometime next year. You know, without this podcast, I would never become a travel agent, and I think it's the same for Brandy because I introduced her to the podcast. Absolutely true. Very cool. Now we're all together. All right, so we need to address the most exciting thing that happened at Disney World. Um, No, we're not talking about the Mickey ice cream bars or the churros or the Dole Whips. We are talking about the long-awaited Star Wars Galactic Cruiser taking its first three-day, two-night cruise. The first group of Disney guests climbed aboard for an out of this world experience while none of us have heard from those guests yet because their star wars experience will be over until thursday the media was invited for a day event where they can just get a taste of what the star wars galactic star cruiser is going to offer their guests Um, on behalf of the podcast we would like to eat our words while the price tag for this experience is also out of this world 
watching the vlogs this weekend had us wishing that we could actually experience this. Um, if you haven't had the chance to watch any, any of the behind the scenes videos, we encourage that you go on YouTube and search Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. It is totally awesome. And I so wish I could afford it just to go. That's a thing. I just, I just can't part with that money because I'm so cheap. But yeah. I do agree that I don't think it was displayed in the right way that made people want to go. Because, you know, we had all those people that were canceling. Well, we didn't, but Disney had all those people canceling. And we just couldn't imagine. But the technology, oh my gosh. And they only got to do six hours. I just wish you could go in and not stay there just to experience it like you can the other resorts true and maybe that'll happen eventually right maybe it will so great news since march of 2020 magic kingdom has been missing its magical castle stage shows but this past friday mickey's magical friendship fair debuted on the castle stage for the first time in almost two years Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair is an updated version of Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair in honor of the 50th anniversary of the Magic Kingdom. Guests were packed in the hub long before the 1215 show even started. Mickey and his friends enter at the top of the show and sing the new theme song, Where Magic Feels Like Home. Each of Mickey and his friends introduces a different group of friends. Goofy brings Princess Tiana, Prince Naveen, and Louie on stage. Donald brings in the ruffians from the Enchanted Forest. Vladimir and Hookhand sing I Have a Dream. Daisy interrupts to introduce Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. Mickey then surprises Minnie with Olaf, Elsa, and Anna. Of course, Elsa sings Let It Go, followed by everyone coming back to the stage for the finale. If you want to see this new show, you can search for it on YouTube and it will help you feel like you're at home. Just a little bit of a taste. There's lots of good recordings too, because there are people that set up high quality cameras in the middle of Main Street. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, that's very exciting that all that stuff is back and going. Hope it stays that way. I know. So, Disney has released a new original song from the upcoming Pixar film, Turning Red, called Nobody Like You. And it's performed by the fictional boy band, Four Towns, on YouTube and music streaming services ahead of the film's March 11th debut on Disney+. The single was penned by sibling duo and Grammy Award winners, Billie Eilish and Phineas. Nobody Like You has a very 2000s boy band sound and is performed by five hit artists who portray the boy band in the film. Jordan Fisher, Josh Levi, Topher Njo, Phineas O'Connell, and Grayson Villanueva. Two other songs written by the duo and performed by the fictional boy band, One True Love and You Know What's Up, will also be available on the film's soundtrack. I'm really glad we're reporting on this because I... I hadn't heard about this at all. Well, we just, I don't know, Gina, I think was on there like a month and a half ago. We just heard about this movie. It's like it came mm -hmm. out of nowhere. It was like, boop, here's this new movie. But this, every week, it's like they're putting out a little bit more. But I, I'm very excited for them because I didn't even know who this girl was. Kaylee had to tell me during the pandemic who she was and her brother. Who, Billie Eilish? Billie Eilish? Oh my gosh, Abby loves Billie Eilish. It was two years ago. We saw them on an awards show and I'm like, what? And Kayla's like, oh yeah, this is a brother-sister duo. 
but I'm so happy for them. I mean, I knew they had already made it big. They already won awards and stuff, but how cool to be able to say you wrote for a Disney movie. I'm also wondering, now that I'm looking at that, the fictional boy band name, I'm wondering if it's supposed to be Four Star Town. That's what I was wondering. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Like I stared at it for a long time. That I wanted to say that, but I'm like, maybe it's, is it supposed to be pronounced or is it just? Let's Google it. Or is it like Prince? Yeah. <laughs> is it just for the looks? My Abby is obsessed with Billie Eilish as well. And as you guys know, she's a dancer and she is actually performing a solo this year to the Billie Eilish song, You Should See Me in a Crown. Very cool. So we're, ve we're very, very excited for that. Yeah, my Abby likes it too. I, I think you're right, Kaylee. I think it's for Star Town because um, it's, I guess it's a spinoff. There's like a game too. Huh. But yeah, I had not heard anything about this movie. I, well, I don't think you were in here the day that I was recording and I just came upon it in the news. And I, um, I'm 99% sure that Gina and Sarah were on that week with me and Stephanie. And, mm -hmm. uh, and by the way, not that I, I should have probably mentioned this at the beginning, just a reminder, if you haven't been listening or you didn't hear last week's show, Stephanie had her little baby and it is a boy, but I'm letting her do all the stats. I think maybe next week, if she can't come on for the whole show, she's going to come on just to announce the stats. She really wanted to be on here and I felt really bad for her, but at the same time, I totally get it. I said, uh, we didn't think you would be on here. You're getting used to having three children. And right. so... She wanted to make sure dad was ready to watch three children. <laughs> yeah, they have a harder time of it than we do. I told her, just get used to mommyhood. So Steph, if you're listening, we love you. And we'll welcome you back whenever you're really ready. But please don't come back too early because it's okay. Um, I wouldn't probably be here if I just was having a baby, I got to tell you. Mm -mm. I think I was missing for months after. I, <laughs> well, I, I mean, it was just hard. You went, your kids are really spread out. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's just how it worked. Yeah. Well, Remember a few weeks back, so the only person who was on here with me was Gina. <laughs> I asked everybody their thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, and when it would open, blah, blah, blah. Well, um, even if you don't remember, I guessed Memorial Day weekend, but I had a mm -hmm. thought process in that, and it was because of Pandora and Tour Storyland both opening on Memorial Day weekend. It just seems to be the thing that Disney likes to do. Well, this week, apparently a Disney Imagineer was being interviewed about the ride itself and accidentally let it slip that he was preparing for the Memorial Day opening. D Disney tried to quickly retract the tweet, but it had already gone viral and so the whole world knew. Um, I didn't put the, the guy's name in here because I'm sure he got enough uh, backlashing from the company and I really hope he didn't lose his job over it because, I mean, we've all been wanting it. It was supposed to open before now. I think it's only fair that... Uh, just a slip of the tongue. We're only a couple months out. We knew it was coming. So I'm very excited. But Disney, please be kind to whoever our friend was that went viral telling everybody that Disney's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind was opening Memorial Day. So. All right, Kaylee, question is, will you ride it with me? Because your mom said she won't ride it. Oh, yeah, I would totally ride that. Like, I'm willing to try anything once. Is it because it spins, mom? Yeah. Ah, it's okay. a spinny roller coaster. I just want to do it before we eat or drink anything in Epcot. First thing. Yeah, first or, thing. Before she has that avocado margarita. <laughs> yeah. I mean, does it spin like the teacups or does it just spin like a carnival ride? Like, 
I think it can spin like the teacups. It's you know what it reminded the... me of? Do you remember the the roundup at like fairs, the big circle, and it kind of went up? Where you stand up and the, yeah. the uh, whatever physics property that is keeps yeah. you against your <laughs> against the back of it. Yeah, that's what it kind of reminds me of. But you don't you don't stand up on it. At least the video didn't look like it did. I'd ride that totally. I'll wait till you guys get off and see if you're green, and then I'll get on. <laughs> I would rather ride a ride like that than get on the teacups. I refuse to get on the teacups. We don't ride the teacups. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever ridden the teacups. Like, never. Never happened. My my husband and my daughter get on there, and they see how fast they can make it spin. <laughs> and they did it once at the Columbus Zoo with me, and I literally was crying because they kept making this thing spin. And when the G-forces hit my stomach, it makes me, like, cry. And they just laughed at me hysterically with tears running down my face because I was so <laughs> sad. My stomach hurt so much and they thought it was awesome. So I'd get on any roller coaster before I would get on anything like the teacups. There you go. Well, there are now going to be three major Disney attractions that are going to be moving to the Genie Plus list from now until August 7th. Do you have any guesses? Okay, they weren't on the Genie Plus list but they were big attractions and now they're moving to the list. It's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Hollywood Studios, Space Mountain at Magic Kingdom, and Epcot's Frozen Ever After will no longer be an individual attraction selection. These three rides are being added to the Genie Plus Lightning Lane program, which means if you purchase the $15 a day per person Genie Plus, you can have the chance to ride these rides. Now, please remember that if you are using Genie Plus, you'll want to get up at 7 a.m. to ensure that you grab your first Genie Plus ride, especially if you're want wanting, if you are wanting one of the highly sought-after ones, probably more like Mickey and Minnie's. Now, if they keep adding these like this, I mean, I know it's only for a short period of time, but if they keep adding these, I, I would definitely purchase Genie Plus. Yeah, I just, they're going to have to eventually. There's nothing else new coming to Hollywood Studios. Right. But when I first saw the headline for this, I was assuming that they were going to switch it and put uh, Slinky Dog Dash. Because honestly, the wait for Slinky Dog Dash is still longer than the brand new Mickey's Runaway Railway ride. But I still think that they need to get a handle on all the problems that they have with Genie Plus. Because there's still a ton of them. There is, but I did talk somebody through on a um, Facebook page that you and I are on, Gina. I don't know if Randy's on that one, but she was freaking out because she hadn't been since they did the Genie Plus. And she said she had waited for six hours total in lines and only rode two rides. And she, why did she buy the Genie Plus? Da, 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 da. Well, she was still going to be there for five more days. So I talked, like I just put in there, I said, here's how you do it. Because people don't understand. There's been, I know they've publicized it, but the old fast pass way, you have all those things going on in people's minds. And so they're mixing together. They don't realize, because you know, in old fast pass days, once you had a fast pass, you had to use all three of them before right, you to get could, another one. Right. And so they think when you book one, you have to ride that ride before you can do it. But at 7 a.m., so listeners, if you're listening, at 7 a.m., you can make one, even if it's at, like, what was it, Kaylee? Ours was 7.40 at night or something. Yeah, it was late, 7.40 or 8 o'clock. Yeah, it, we made that in the morning, but 
we didn't get to ride till 7.40 p.m. That does not mean you don't get any rides in between. That means two hours from the time that you book your first ride or your next ride, you can book another one. Well, the, the good thing to do is to find a ride that you're wanting to ride at the two hour mark that's gonna be pretty recent, like say 30 to 40 minutes from your time right that second. Then as soon as that ride's over, you can do it again two hours later. And so it just keeps building like that. So as soon as you're done with the ride, the one with the earliest time, then you get to go two hours from that. And so once you learn that and you get in a pattern of it, then it's okay. But um, it's just hard right now. It is super busy. And I know that um, you guys weren't on last week with Sarah Joey was, but she talked about that. She's like, it was crazy. Like it was just crazy with or without. Hmm. It makes me wonder too, with Slinky Dog Dash, that ride, the line is just almost uncontrollable. It's almost always reaching down to Woody. At, a one man's dream. At the Yeah, or one man's dream. And that line is also all outside. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand for COVID reasons, they might be thinking, well, we need Mickey and Minnie's to be shorter because it's inside. But a lot of the protocols are changing and the heat is going to only get worse, worse. Yeah, as right. it, I mean, it's Florida. So why would they not be trying to manipulate and let Slinky Dog Dash be more of that attraction rather than Mickey and Minnie's, which for the majority is air conditioned, or at least half of it, half right. the way it is. And so I don't know, just me thinking that as somebody who's, I mean, like, I don't mind heat, but I don't like the kind of heat that's Florida heat where you're just standing there and you don't have to do any physical activity, but you are sweating like a sauna. Yeah, you've got all the heat coming up off the concrete floor, especially in Hollywood studios. That's like mm-hmm. the land of no shade. Yes. So, you know, you have all of that compounded on that. And what I think is really interesting is like, I always felt like from the marketing perspective of fast passes and, and all of that, the whole idea is that when you're standing in line, you're not spending any other money. So I I feel like why aren't they, I mean, I get that the crowd levels are just insane, but at the same time, it's like if somebody's standing in a line for two or three hours, they might have grabbed a snack to enjoy with them at the top, but they can't spend any money on anything else. They're just standing there. It just seems like a real loss of revenue. And I feel like the lines right now are super, super long, no matter what, for, even if it's for, you know, the lightning lane or regular standby lane. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is, is because they still do not have enough cast members. They're still running on a limited amount of employees. There are several things that still are not open that, you know, we were just kind of hitting on that. And I know we've been talking about it for the past three months, but these things we were wondering when they're going to open again or you know when they'll return so brandy and i are going to share with you the attractions and resorts that we are wondering about just in case you were too so at the magic kingdom the walt disney railroad has been closed for about three years that's a long time i know i rode it in 2018 on my first trip and yeah it was closed when we were there in 2019 I think that was the last Christmas we rode it. Yeah, it was spring break of 18 and we got to ride it. I'm so glad we did because <laughs> wouldn't have otherwise. I, I just wonder if it's going to come back. That would break my heart. That's Walt. I know, but so then we also know Tron has been under construction for it seems like forever. Um, 
it originally was supposed to open for the 50th, but so far it is still under construction and who knows when that's going to finish. At Animal Kingdom, Expedition Everest is closed for refurbishment at least until April, maybe longer because they have not given us an actual end date. So while we know that Finding Nemo the Musical won't be returning, Disney did tell us that they were going to have a new show called Finding Nemo the Big Blue and Beyond. Well, that was it's supposed to debut in 2022, but they haven't released any dates and there's no rumors of, you know, when this might actually happen. I want to go back to what you were talking about with Expedition Everest because I just thought of this. So I don't want that thing to open until they make sure that there's no little slithery things all around it. Because did you guys see that picture? Yes. So The snake? Yeah. Yes. So where Brad always stands and waits for us, like this big wall. It's not a short wall. It's a big wall. Yep. A guest took a picture because they had blocked it off with yellow tape but they zoomed their camera in and here's the snake. I know they can't see me, but imagine a snake head peeping over the top of that wall, looking at guests. Like it literally was just like looking around. What kind of snake? It looked like a black snake or something. It probably is a black snake, but it was a little unnerving. That's hilarious. Someone needs to make like a GIF out of that. That is amazing. (laughs) No, they probably should have, but I was just like, oh, so my other question is about Expedition Everest is, are they going to fix the Yeti? They said that this was rumor or whatever. It's just far too much money for Disney to invest in that. And it seems to be okay the way that it is. Although um, I know there were some kids on the ride that we, we went on it that didn't care for it so much. And then I saw it, I think on a blog where they were talking about how their kids will not go on that anymore because they're just scared that because when that big shadow automatically your mind if you don't know ahead of time which is why we tell our guests if you're unsure of something let your kid watch the video i know you want to be surprised but you don't want to scare your kid either and never want to go back and so it when you usually see a shadow in real life then something comes out at you and so it's still unnerving for kids well and that strobe light just makes it worse i feel like I screamed and I knew it was there. I'm surprised though that they haven't had to take the strobe off or I don't remember seeing like a little disclaimer saying if you have seizures, you won't want to ride this ride. Cause I mean, that could really set somebody off. Right. Well, migraines, that's a big migraine thing. The yeah. strobes. So, well, Kaylee didn't get a migraine from that. Did you, Kay? I haven't ridden that really since I've had that issue. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, me and Joey wrote it. I forgot. Well, and I feel like it's not, the strobe light isn't that long either. It it would have, I think it would have to be like a little bit longer. But I mean, somebody that has like epilepsy or something. Right. I think it could trigger them real quick. Well, over at Hollywood Studios, we are still waiting for the return of the Voyage of the Little Mermaid and the return of Fantasmic. There have been no mutterings about the return of Little Mermaid. Also breaks my heart but we are patiently waiting for a return, return date of Fantasmic. All-Star Sports still hasn't reopened since it closed in March of 2020. We know that guests can begin making reservations to stay at this resort for March 31st, 2022 and beyond. However, what we're wondering, will this date be pushed back again? 
This value resort is used for a lot of the sports and cheerleading events or for our good friend Nick because he likes to be able to walk to McDonald's. Blizzard Beach's refurbishment has been extended until at least the middle of April. While Typhoon Lagoon is open, the temperatures have caused this water park to be closed quite a bit over the past two months. Also, guests seem to have their favorite water park, and it seems Blizzard Beach has quite a few fans that can't wait for its return. So yeah, there's a lot of things, and I, I think there's always a lot going on, but I feel like there's an exorbitant amount right now. Well, and I still like going back to the whole they don't have enough cast members. I feel like that's why, you know, the resort hasn't opened up. I feel like that's why Blizzard Beach hasn't opened up is because of that. I, I mean, it's very likely. It's just like the whole deal with um, them saying that the rest, you know, the uh, the restaurant's filling up and we can't get reservations for our clients. I mean, we're getting them, but not necessarily all the ones everybody wanted. But right. I think that they're only doing reservations for the amount of staff that they can have because they don't want a staff member being, not that they don't want them overworked, but they want them to be able to give the quality to the customer to get the customer to come back. Right. And so, you, you know, they have to weigh that kind of stuff out. I have no idea, it's just crazy. Well, it seems hard to believe, but the Epcot Fine Arts Festival is over for 2022. I feel like it just began and I don't understand why that one is shorter than any other it's festival. Only, it seems like it's only a month. It is. It was. January 4th to February 21st. Yeah. I mean, a little over a month, but I mean, it's longer than any, or shorter than any of the other ones. Because now it's time for the Flower and Garden Festival. So the day this airs on Wednesday, March the 2nd, is when the festival will start. And it runs through July 4th. I do know that the topiaries were already being put out. I've seen them on some of the vloggers have shown a few of the topiaries that have been out. Um, as well as 18 delicious food booths, which is always fun. Here are some of the topiaries that you can expect if you're going to be there. Goofy, 50th anniversary birthday cake, Sorcerer Mickey, Woody, Bo Peep, and Hershey. Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Huey, Louie, and Dewey. Wait, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, however you say that. Pluto, Chippendale, Buzz Lightyear, Figment, The Three Caballeros, Anna and Elsa, The Troll, and many, many more. I didn't realize how many there were until I started saying I was going to list them. Plan on spending a full day enjoying the topiaries and flowers as well as a full day so that you can sample the delectable treats at the food booth. You really don't want to miss that. It's it's pretty cool. I'm I'm sad that we're not going to be there this year for that one. Look at Kaylee. Yep. She got to go for her graduation trip and see some amazing things. I remember thinking we weren't even going to be able to eat our dinner and our reservation was late at um, Coral Reef and I was just... We just kept wanting to taste and drink all the things and eat all the things at all these booths because I kept saying, well, it's limited. You don't get it any other time. You have to have it now. Right. And <laughs> I was like, we get to call. I'm like, I'm not hungry. Yeah, that's why we don't make reservations for dinner on our Epcot day. We just eat around the world. <laughs> and that was weird for us. We actually did not have a Christmas sit down dinner because we were there at Christmas. We chose to do that. I think it worked out fine, though, don't you, Kaylee? Yeah, we were, I mean, I was totally full. I mean, I eat way less now anyway, but I was stuffed. And I just think it was nice to try the different things. For sure, I thought so. Disneyland's California Adventure is now preparing for their 2022 Food and Wine Festival, which runs from this Friday, March 4th to April 26th. There will be over a dozen different food booths for this annual event. The Uncorked California booth will have some wine and cheeses to sample. 
The berry patch will feature dishes created with berries as well as drinks made from berries. The Garlic Kiss is a booth that has treats which all contain garlic. Yum. Peppers Caliente with foods like chi- oh my goodness. Chili Rileño Empanadas. Okay. Chili Rileño <laughs> Empanadas. Wow. I can't say that. Mom says it better than me. Spicy yellow chili, as well as drinks served up with a kick. The nuts and cheese booth has foods like peanut butter and jelly, mac and cheese, as well as an upgraded twist on cheese and crackers, and snickerdoodle dessert. For the full list of eccentric booths, you can Google California Food and Wine Festival 2022. Okay, I don't know about the peanut butter and jelly mac and cheese, okay? I, I like both. But well, you know how I am with my food touching anyway. Oh, this is true. This is true. <laughs> I don't like it to me. I I wonder if it would work because it's almost like it's like a really far cry from like a charcuterie board where you've got cheeses and raisins, but then it's just like instead it's like the grapes and then the grapes is the jelly. So like I can kind of see it. <laughs> but like, wow, what a stretch. Or the other thing that they've done is like it's the mac and cheese. I'll have to take a look at this because I haven't seen it, but they it's the mac and cheese in the bottom, and then they did like peanut butter, co- peanut butter and jelly uh, crackers, and then crunched them up on top of the mac and cheese. That might be okay. That might be all right. I could do with I could deal with that. Especially if they like baked it on top, that'd be really nice. Yeah, because that's how I make my macaroni and cheese anyway. It is my homemade macaroni and cheese, of course, not peanut butter and jelly crackers, but with crackers <laughs> and butter and stuff. Doesn't everybody do peanut butter and jelly crackers? <laughs> the staple. Some of my family would like that, but I would not. <laughs> so uh, let's go to something cool that I actually want to do, and I know Vicky has actually done this. Um, you can now create your own magic bands and phone cases. Um, they've been around for at least six months, um, but this trend is catching on pretty quickly. So as I said, Vicky made a magic band for her mom at the Marketplace Co-op in Disney Springs. Um, guests can also create their own phone cases or magic bands at the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company in the Magic Kingdom. This week, Encanto characters and the Princess Half Marathon icons have been added as choices. You can also personalize the magic band or phone case with your name for an additional $5, making the magic band a total of $29.99 plus tax. And the phone case is $34.99 plus tax. I personally would love to create my own phone case and I think it would be a great souvenir to bring home and I can remember that trip with it. Yeah, it, it was hard for us. We had a hard time trying to figure out what princess to do. Kaylee helped me do it. My mom's favorite colors are blue and purple, so we went with the purple one. And then um, we we ended up doing Snow White, didn't we? Yes, that is what we ended up picking because we wanted her to have a classic character. Yeah, just because that just seemed more like her. Well, over in California, Disneyland is working hard on their Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway as part of the new interactive Mickey's Toontown. Disneyland's resort president, Ken Patrick, revealed some information about this attraction. Said that the new version of the attraction won't be an exact clone of the version we know at Hollywood Studios, and that Disneyland will have some enhancements that the Florida attraction does not have. 
He did not elaborate further on what the enhancements will be. We just know that the Disneyland Resort guests will have something to look forward to when Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Railway opens the refreshed Mickey's Toontown in 2023. I'm excited that they get to have their Mickey's Toontown back, but I'm a little sad for us. We're just going to have to talk Nick into doing the homecoming in 2023 in Disneyland. Yeah, if it's open. Right? I mean, 2023 could be December 30th. I mean, just so crazy how things are. But that's very exciting. I'm a little jealous because, but I mean, that's the kind of stuff that they do. So it's not exactly the same and we want to go to both parks. Mm -hmm. Right. Brandy, have you ever been to Disneyland? I haven't. I have, um... I once went out to visit a friend in California and I actually took the um, the train, which is called like the Pacific Surfliner, I think, from like Old Town San Diego to the Burbank Airport, traveling by myself, which was really fun. And I was on the train when it stopped in Pasadena. And I actually saw like a whole family with the ears and all the like churros in their hands still like get on the train to go to their next stop. And I like almost caught like a whiff of the magic and the, <laughs> and the smell of all the food. And I was like, oh, and I had never been to Disney at all at that point. I think I was like 23 or something. So oh, wow. I was just like, oh my gosh. I was like, Disneyland's right there. Like, I wonder if I can get off and I can find a way in. Like I was, I was really tempted. <laughs> to get off the train and go I don't blame it, you. No, I haven't. It's it's definitely on the list. I I really want to go. Well, Gina has ways of persuading it, so I think she should do it. <laughs> you act like, oh, well, the only thing I have ever Nick is I act like his secretary half the time. I think he has a lot of secretaries. <laughs> I think his I think his mind just goes so fast all the time that like these little details he does not pick up on. But we love you, Nick, if you're listening. We're not bad-mouthing you. We're just, we know oh, you, no, need, not at all. you need our love and support. Uh, thank you for joining us. And if you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or text us at 636-395-0544. If you like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us, Brandy, Gina, or myself, Vicki, at 636-395-0544. You can email us at yourstorytravel.com. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your resort and ticket package reservation. Be sure to listen to Friday's show. Mom will be chatting with her client and friend, Bethany, who recently returned from her family trip to Disney World. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Farewell, foolish mortals. Have a magical day, my friends. Thank you